Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Pitch. I'm Christian Jack. On this episode, I am joined by Vancouver Whitecaps and current Canadian men's national team goalkeeper, Maxime Cropot. Now, what you may well be listening to this on the drive down or the ride in the train to the Canadian men's national team game tonight. In fact, we as we broadcast this on Thursday, they are getting ready to take on Honduras at BMO Field. It is a perfect guide for you, as is the first three episodes this week. Number three, Jonathan Azorio. Number two, Alistair Johnston. And my debut episode on Beyond the Pitch with the Canadian men's national team on Monday, Richie Larea. However, if you are listening to this after that game happened, it is also fine, much like all the other interviews. They give you a fascinating insight into the player himself, what it's like inside the national camp, and also with Max, a candid interview into what it's like now being a father, his recovery from a serious injury last season within Major League Soccer, coming away from MLS into the international bubble with his team relatively playing very well in MLS, considering the unbeaten run that they're on as well. And also the camaraderie that it takes to mold this group together. Once again, a familiar theme that we've heard on the show. I also had to ask him about that reaction and what he had at the end of the Mexico game after Mexico scored in the game and in a tournament where Max was ever present for Canada. So coming up here beyond the pitch with Maxime Grippo. Max, great to see you. Always a pleasure to join you in these conversations. How's 2021 been for you? I know a new addition at home uh, as, a, as a father and back playing in Canada. Things must be well. Yes, it's uh, busy, but a great year. So uh, everything has been good. You know, a lot of football and uh, obviously at home, everything is uh, as well. Our daughter uh, is growing and uh, almost three months now. So uh, it's it's going really, really fast. Congratulations to you, and Christina and baby Lydia. That's exciting. Three months, three months. That's uh, you taking pictures every day or what to get to, to, to try to show their progress. Yeah, almost. <laughs> <laughs> It is what it is with, uh, you know, with uh, both of our parents back in Montreal as well. You know, a lot of pictures, a lot of videos, of course. Uh, we were lucky enough to uh, to have them over to Salt Lake and then here in Vancouver as well. So uh, the family, the family has been has been uh, has been great because they, they traveled and came here to see their granddaughter. So it's it's been nice. Oh, that's that's lovely. Olivia looks like a darling. Uh, listen, um. Time away was a long time, was it not? I mean, obviously going back to last year and then you guys were the last team back in Canada as well. Finally back. We're going to get into the Canadian World Cup qualifiers in a minute, which is so exciting as well. Um, but what's it like to be back and just have that kind of relief knowing that, you know, you don't have to go away again from loved ones, from from areas that you, you're just familiar with? Yes, correct. Uh, it's been... Um... It's been quite a ride, you know, since uh, March 2020, got suspended in Orlando, Portland, Salt Lake. Uh, and there's a lot of things I add on. So uh, there's a lot of excitement coming back to BC Place, uh, just to train and to be allowed in our building, to, to be in our facility on a daily basis is a, is a big difference. And you're not in on a foreign ground and not in your facility uh, so to be fair, it's been it's been great, and uh, finding our fine fans back uh, this weekend was was big for us as well. You know, it was a reunion after a year and a half, uh, and uh, we saw Toronto, we saw Montreal playing with with home games and with their fans. So we were uh, we were looking forward to it. You got fans back, and you've got your form back. The team is in really good shape at the moment uh, on a great run. When you leave your team like that, and you go to an international break that's coming up. 
what's it like when you know that the team's in a better shape? Because I know sometimes it's harder to leave a team in the after play when you're gone, when things aren't so well. This must be this must feel better as you get set to play with Canada to know that things are going well with the Whitecaps. Yeah, it does feel good, you know. And actually, things started to be to be well when uh, Kava and I left uh, for Gold Cup. So uh, when uh, we left, uh, this is actually where the, the team uh, got together. And, you know, literally uh, we had a team meeting, sorts things out. And then from there, uh, the guys sticked out for each other on the field. And we applied the X and O's of the game that we need to, to win games. Uh, so we went back to, to basics, basically. And since then, it, it's uh, it's been in a good form of, uh, of, of games. But uh, we got to look forward and not sit in on those games because we're not in a position that we uh, we still want. You know, we're still in the playoff fight uh, in the West, six or seven points. There's like uh, five, six teams that are fighting. So uh, to be honest, uh, two wins, you're up there. Uh, two loss, you're down. Max, how are you feeling personally at the moment? Because, I mean, maybe you can take some of our listeners and viewers back to Last year, you get that really bad injury, and that's a massive setback for you. What was it like in terms of mentality getting through that? And now where you've got a real stretch of games where obviously you were number one for your club for a while, but also during the Gold Cup where you were just given the goal in the net and there was no rotation. That must have been big for you. Yeah, I feel good. Uh, it's all about momentum at one point. You know, it's all about momentum. After my injury, I knew uh, back in January that – um, I was I, I was over the injury. Uh, my body was fine. My hand was fine. My thumb was is solid, so uh, I have no problem with uh, with that. And uh, the mental barrier was was broken back in January. I knew it was over, so I just had to focus on getting my rhythm back and getting my momentum back, which comes with games, obviously. And uh, to be honest, you just gotta ramp up the level every single game. You gotta eliminate those little mistakes and and give your team a chance to win the games that you think you'll draw and and draw the games you you, you see it as a loss, right? On the moments you make one or two saves that can make a difference for your club and gain points that accumulates at the end of the year. So um, that's the objective. And uh, for the Gold Cup, it was great to to build that international experience a few a few games in a row. Uh, which uh, I really enjoyed it, to be fair. It's, uh, it's been a long time. I've been working to, to get a shot. I had a shot. And uh, to be fair, now we're going into the World Cup qualifying with the mentality of, uh, as a group, you know, as a group of, uh, of, of warriors going to, to these games, uh, 14 games, to leave it all on the pitch and to qualify. I get that feeling, Max, talking to some of your Canadian teammates and, you know, I'm not inside the camp, but want to get a little bit of a peek into it, that there's that belief that this is not like a pipe dream, right? This, this World Cup, it's, we believe we can do it. We believe we're going to get there. They're not hiding behind it. We might get there. That's the feeling that I get. Is that, is that right? Is that an accurate representation of how the group is inside the Canadian team? Yes, it is. Uh, you know, the mindset is straightforward. We need to qualify. There's three and a half spots in CONCACAF and, and uh, we'll be, uh, our, our mindset is to be in the top three and not even be in uh, the half spot that needs to play a playoff game somewhere against another team. Uh, our mentality is to, after a certain amount of games, to, to be in that top three and to say, all right, we did it. And then we have to, focus on Qatar but it's going to be a, a ride it's going to be a journey you know 14 games uh condensed windows with uh, home and away games uh, everyone will uh, would need to contribute and, and to step up when we when we needed to 
And it also feels like a real genuine camaraderie that, you know, I'm not, I would imagine that everybody, you know, you're not best friends with everybody, but this, this seems like an, an enormous amount of togetherness within that group. Everyone's got different personalities and different ages. It is a young group, but I would imagine that that's, it feels real. Yes. That you, like a, as John Herbin calls a band of brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it is real. There's no, uh, there's no BS around this group. There's no, uh, fake fakeness around this group either which you see is what you get and uh this is how group how tight this group is and uh to be tight you need to to live to these emotions you know some wins uh, some losses um collectively and personal as well you know some stuff happened in life and you're there for your guys uh you're in camp and something happens good or bad for a, an individual where you're there for that person and over the past three four years um this is what happened with this group this group has been has been together and and cares for each other genuinely so obviously you're getting more recognition because of the stars internationally like alfonso and jonathan and kyle what's it like training against them take us into that when you're facing these shots because uh, I mean, i'm I mean, only getting better if i take better quality shots honestly i'm just getting better so no I, the the training has been a high high quality and uh, it's something that uh for as a goalkeeper i embrace you know uh, i i know the level of uh, the mls i know the, the league i know the, the type of strikers and action i can receive but when you go away and uh, and you get into a camp and you have Fonzo, you have uh, Jono, you have Cal, and this is the top top guys that you're facing shots. And then there's a lot of guys as well that I didn't that we didn't mention, but they're good finishers, you know, they're good crossers, good finishers. So uh, it really challenges you to be uh, to be the best at training and you know have a little challenge and say, all right, if you score a goal, you're up one nothing, and then if I save, it's one one. And so there's a lot of um, of pushing each other in training, and it's been good to to see what's the little difference in between uh, the top five leagues in Europe and and uh, the daily work that I see here. Fascinating stuff. You mentioned it earlier. Let's get into a little bit more. You were given the gloves. You were given the net. Five games in a row in the Gold Cup, and what a Gold Cup it was. You know, we'll get to the team in a second, but personally, getting to play teams like the US, defeating Costa Rica, and I know, which is a good thing, that wasn't necessarily a busy game for you, by the way. <laughs> that was kind of nice. And then Mexico obviously didn't go your way at the end, but was a tremendous performance. What was that like for you just to go out there, sing the anthem with those players, be a starter, and really take on that net? Yeah, I think the group is uh, is there for a reason, and uh, it kind of surprised a little bit few people that uh, we are, are, you know, we're third in Concacaf at the moment with a new ranking, and so uh, we're right behind the Mexico and US, and this is what the objective of this group was to, you know, take on uh, Jamaica, take on Costa Rica, Honduras, Salvador. These is. Uh, this is a part that in the past people were looking at, oh, this is going to be different, difficult games. But right now it is going to be games that we can take three points uh, and we know it, you know. I think we put a little bit of people on notice where uh, the quality of this group, the generation, and uh, when I say quality is the discipline as well, you know, of the tactics and and, uh, the, the, the quality and discipline of the squad make the difference that when we play Andres in in a few days and we'll play Salvador in a few days in Toronto, uh, I think people feel and when we'll fill out Bamel uh, at the most capacity that we can due to the current situation, 
when we're going to be with our, our fans and we're going to take on a nation, we know we can actually take these points. And the past didn't quite have that feeling. So it's mm. going to be really interesting to build on that. And and the next step now is to, to beat the CONCACAF Giants, which is at the moment Mexico and the U.S. Yeah, the belief is there. No question. You can see it in the way that you play, Max. What about tactical versatility? How much of a role did you play in that? Because it seemed, I mean, in Mexico game, there was chop, chop and changes. There was plans to change different spots of the game and everything. How do you communicate that with your defense? And obviously you've got quite young players there as well. Kamal and Alistair, they're mature, but they're still young. How do you do that? How do you work around that during the game in terms of helping them and, and, and being that verbal communicator, which I'm sure is a big part of your match, your, your, your game in a match? Yeah, correct. And especially uh, when it's uh, big stadiums with uh, full capacity, it's more difficult to communicate. But all you, all you, you need is uh, half a second on a goal kick to have a look. And then with just that look, well, it means something. And, you know, it's we're on the same page. So I think that uh, chemistry is forming outside the field and, and in training to, uh, to, to actually on a final product put out on game day. Um, it's something that there's a lot of, of communication, a lot of discussion, and, and you got to see reps together to, to form that cohesion. And so uh, when it happens on the game and uh, there, there's a lot of noise, you can't really talk. Well, all you need is uh, one look at the eye and you know what that means. What's the coaching staff been like? Because obviously the continuity is there now. That's important as well, right? You've known John for a while. Uh, what's that culture and how much of a role of, as John Mauro and many of us uh, played in, in, in instilling that within the group? Uh, pretty much everything. You know, uh, when John took over, um, he, he did, uh, he's doing what he's, he did with the woman's side before he takes on the men's side, to be fair. Um, and so there's a brotherhood. Um, there's a brotherhood that got installed with a culture with, rules implemented within our squad and, and these rules you you live by by them to be with us if not uh, you're not uh, you're not the, you're not welcome into our group if you don't buy into our project you know and uh, honestly there's not a lot of there's no players that I know that are not buying in everyone is in this is what uh, the next level for our nation and uh, John and his staff has been the key. Uh, the, the key flip for for the association because every ever since he took that this is the the, the fresh breath of fresh air that you're getting and then that breaks a little bit of uh, the un unsuccessful rhythm in the past few years uh, while well, slowly we're, we're we're arriving to to something that we can really accomplish uh, to Qatar 2022 which is the biggest um, football stage um, in the world so uh, we're, we're getting there it's just that there's been a lot of work done and uh, credit to the staff it's it's come it starts from there and then as the players we just need to apply uh, and, and uh, to, to express ourselves on the field and and I guess I would imagine the same for the Whitecaps as well as the as well as the national team Max but it's one thing for the culture and the rules to be set but then the coaching staff need players like yourself and, and senior leadership team members to set that, right? To set that tone, to let them instill the discipline in everybody else and kind of police that as well, I would imagine. Yeah, you need to be, uh, Whitecaps is a different conversation because there's a more uh, of a cultural thing and there's more uh, 
uh, we have guys from South American, uh, got European, you know, in, in Canada, we're all Canadian. We all know where we were born and raised. And uh, we all know uh, the little cities of my teammates that where they're born and stuff like that. So it, it's more cultural when you talk about club football, which is totally normal. Uh, but yeah, you, as, as a leader and I'm 27 now, um, next year going on 28, um, I'm still young for a goalkeeper. But I'm not so young anymore. I have been around for a long time, you know. And uh, so uh, I need to, to really show the way to my Whitecaps teammates and to my national team teammates. All right, this is Max. He's getting the best of himself every single day on and off the field to 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 reach higher goals, uh, you know, club or selection level, honestly. And so I need to to lead the way for, for them to follow me uh, because at the end of the day, I just want to win for, for both teams. Last couple more for you. You've been great with your time. The United States in Nashville doesn't get much better, does it? I mean, you've kind of had some matchups with them already. I know, obviously, that goal after 20 seconds is pretty difficult to swallow. But after that, I mean, the team just had an outstanding performance with them. And I know the Nations League one went well, one necessarily didn't. But I'd imagine you don't need many rah-rah speeches to get up for a game like that. No, uh, you're right. You're right. You know, uh, We've been uh, we've been closing that that gap where um, my first senior cap was in Carlson against the States um, under Benito. Uh, if I'm if I'm wrong, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was Benito, and we lost one nothing to this game. Jose Altidore scored 88th minute, and it was a heavy game where we wave by wave of attack we were getting attacked and under pressure and. And this is a few years ago, and then now we play them, and the the narrative of the game is completely different. It's mm -hmm. a head-to-head -head game, uh, and we both teams are going at each other. And even in the last game that we played, uh, we did concede in the first 20. The first 15 was difficult. Uh, we were under a lot of pressure, not going to lie. Uh, but after that, we have this game for 75 minutes. Like, they didn't... It didn't do anything, and we heard them for 75 minutes. So the narrative is changing a little bit, you know, and both teams know. Um, I think it's unfair to say that uh, the U.S. is not afraid or concerned of us. I think it's a, it's, a, it's a lie. I think they know exactly that we are coming for them, to be honest. And um, all the guys on the men's national team believe that we can beat the U.S., we can beat Mexico. And now it's about, yes, there's a lot of talk, a lot of uh, energy and hype around this team uh, with reasons. Uh, but now it's about getting these wins against these nations, right? Because, and we're talking about these nations, but we're talking about Jamaica as well away, Honduras away, Salvador away, getting into uh, into these stadiums uh, and getting these wins. Now it's time to, to do it because if we do it, well, we really deserve to be in Qatar in 2022. Yeah, no question. You mentioned Mexico. And the shenanigans at the end, I've known you for some time and you're as, 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 as soft-spoken as you can come, but you are fired up at the end of that game, mate. Fired up. And, uh, you know, they, they, it, I guess it just goes to show you that they were on the ropes against you, right? If they're, if they're resorting to things like that, they, they were rattled. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, no, uh, there's no smoke without a fire. <laughs> there's no smoke without a fire. And so... In this game, it was head-to-head, uh, -head, all game. Uh, you know, they were coming at us. We came at them. There was a lot of emotions, uh, a lot of emotions, a lot of build-up around the game as well. And then uh, after that, it's emotions. It's football that happens.
Yeah. And then when it's all over, you guys are in that circle and you're talking, is that moment when you as a group, you just kind of say, okay, there's a disappointment, it stings, and I'm sure it takes a while to get over it. But can you quickly at that moment still say, take positives from what was an outstanding performance? Can you do it that quickly as a professional athlete? Does it, or does it come a little bit later? A hundred percent body and soul. It comes a little bit later because it's so raw at the moment that I don't think you can do it a hundred percent at the moment. Uh, but a few days later, uh, when you watch back the game and then the, the dust falls a little bit, uh, well, this is when you can, you realize you don't even have to, to say it with your teammates, you just know there's a, in the middle room after the game, uh, there's that, uh, that feeling of the team that says, you don't, we don't need to say the words, we're right there. And every time we, we suffer a loss with the national team, uh, which is 80 in the Gold Cup previously, Mexico in this Gold Cup, or the US in, uh, in November in Florida um, last year, I think it's just about these little moments we get together and say, all right, we'll be back. And this is going to make us stronger. And so that's, uh, that's something that happens when we, when we get defeat. It's a good way to end it, Max. This has been a fantastic conversation. Thanks for the insight into Canada. I uh, can't wish you all the luck. You know, the, the, you know, you've been an outstanding pillar for the Whitecaps, a great leader, a great man, um, and now a father as well. So all the best for this World Cup qualifying. It's a pleasure to see you put that Canada shirt on and you continue to emerge as being a real staff for that team. And again, thanks so much for your time here. Thank you very much. And always a pleasure. Always a pleasure indeed. What a wonderful man, a great gentleman of the game and a pleasure to have him on the show. Can't thank Maxime Capot and the Whitecaps enough as we sat down just before he went on international duty when he was with the Whitecaps. As again, as I mentioned off the top, just number four in this week's episode series with the Beyond the Pitch Canadian players, Richie Larea, number one, Alistair Johnson on Tuesday, Jonathan Azuri on Thursday, Maxime Capot today. And tomorrow, as we get set to preview an enormous game against the United States in the in the CONCACAF World Cup qualifying match day two. As that's right, Canada bought a plane to Nashville. They will play the United States on Sunday night. And you can join us as we will recap that live on a podcast after the game on Sunday as well. And tomorrow, we will talk to Samuel Piet about his journey to the Canadian men's national team. Also, like Maxine Cropot, being from Quebec and also becoming a new father. And we get really into that rivalry with the United States. That is a chat you will not want to miss as well on Beyond the Pitch. Thank you. Honestly, from the bottom of our hearts, this team that is working really well here on Beyond the Pitch, thank you. And we see all of the comments on YouTube and, of course, on social media. It's great to see so many people connecting with the show and really enjoying it and really being an ability to really showcase these professional players and getting more out there as more people continue to watch this Canadian men's national team. It is a great journey that we're on and we're all enjoying it from the start. It's going to be fantastic to see how it progresses through to March and the 14th and final World Cup qualifier. And we'll be able to see who is going to book their tickets to Qatar. In the meantime, I hope you enjoyed the game tonight. If you are listening to this on Thursday, I know you will continue to enjoy the matches all over the world. Take care of each other. Stay safe. God bless. And we'll chat again soon.